All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Common Man Bets podcast. I'm Zach. With me, we got John Latt and Caitlin, who uh, were calling Lance Slots because his Zoom is named Caitlin. But <laughs> um, today, pretty short episode. Um, we'll just kind of go over a recap of the weekend, kind of look at what we're liking over the week, maybe talk about some conference championship games coming up or I guess conference tournament games, not championship stuff yet. Um, and then we'll go into some Twitter news. So first of all, how'd everyone do this weekend? Well, uh, was hot, got real hot. Um, and then Saturday happened. So let my emotions once again, get the best of me. West Virginia took about, uh, three quarters of my account. So here we are, still grinding. It's not they, good, boys. They should have won that game. It's not good, boys. It's uh, game. Saturday was was a great day, but it on the gambling front, it was a horrible day. It was it was uh, all I hit was Sean McNeil uh, over. Three uh, threes, one and a half. He hit two threes. That was electric. All, all Taz needed was two foul shots, uh, I believe, to hit his over. And it was just – it was one of those days where you – everything I put out there was a bad beat, and then it continued into Sunday because I had James Harden – and Joel Embiid, 30 points each, 30-plus points each. They play the Knicks. Um, I hit on Sixers minus eight. They were tied the whole game. They came back, uh, or they they just kind of dominated at the end of the game. They won by eight. Uh, they won by nine. And then James Harden, he, he had 29 points with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They were only up by two or three at the time. He doesn't hit 30. Embiid, uh, he had 30, like, at the end of the third. So I hit on the Sixers. Um, but the Embiid and Harden was just such a bad beat. It sucked. That hurt. That was – because that would have been big. It's a tough one. Yeah. So basically uh, for, for Lance here, it's just, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's just a uh, – just a sad sight for the on the gambling front. It was a sad sight. I mean, I lost it. I lost a ton. So, so in the grand scheme of things, I lost a ton on Saturday after having a hot couple weeks here, and then Sunday, I won a little bit. Had the potential to win myself back into the into the mix. And bad beat James Harden one point. Still love the guy. Sixers are a wagon. Jump on it. I think, I mean, I think it's my fault too because I was saying how hot we were and doing all that kind of stuff, and then Dude, I mean, it's Friday I, night. I, it was a Friday night. I'm hitting Penn State. You know, we're hitting all these games Saturday. Dude, I was ice cold. Things go when when things go south, man. They go way down there. It's 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 bad. I'm kind of I'm kind of on the uh, different trend uh, as we talked. Uh, oh, I'm so good at gambling. 
Well, not that. I just <laughs> I got I got drunk too drunk Saturday and uh didn't put hard I didn't put I think I put like two more bets in after I got hammered and so and I haven't got my balance back yet and I tried to bet today and absolutely blew it. But um I start off Saturday betting uh, Michigan State plus eight and Oklahoma money line to parlay five to win twelve, but I won that. And then later that night, I kept on rolling with Syracuse and Wake Forest. Did Wake Forest minus five and a half, and then I thought Syracuse. I was like, okay, they're home. They're ha- they have to cover ten against Duke. Got beat by like twenty five. Killed that parlay. Um, and then I try to throw like ten bucks on a different team. Is the University of Santa Barbara, uh, Santa Barbara Gauchos to win. It's like 10 bucks, lost that. And I just Sunday didn't recover. Yesterday, I wanted to get my toes wet, but Baylor money line at half. Sad I didn't because they lost or they won. But I was like, okay, let's pick things back up and do WVU and Oklahoma over 63 points in the first half. I mean, if you look at W's last five games, they've scored 37, 41, 42, 27, 42. And those three games they scored 40 were all on the road. And if you look at um, Oklahoma's, it was 29, 22, 25, 29, 34. And those two games they scored 29 were both at home. The other three, they were on the road. But the first time they played, they only scored 52 points in the first half. This time, 52 more points. So, didn't hit. Now, I'm just going to be scrambling going into tomorrow because there's no other game that I like really tonight. I like Providence plus 10, but I didn't have the, I guess you would say the cojones to jump on it. Might throw money on USC to cover five against Arizona, but that's just going to be a good game to watch tonight. But that's just my opinion. This just in Buffalo lost to Toledo by 16 at home. That's, were, that's a tough scene. There were some insiders telling me that Toledo was a two and a half point underdog and to take Toledo money line. But being in the state of New York, I cannot bet on any collegiate New York teams. So, which is a tough one for me. I think so. I, on Saturday, I think I went like three, I pushed the first two games. Like, how often does that happen? The Not first, first two games. You've been pushed a lot. I have been pushed. I think I've pushed like four times this month already. Pushing Z. Pushing so, Z. I um, I pushed the first two games and then lost like the next three. Won like a couple sporadically and then lost everything else. So I think I was um, – I think I was like three, seven, and like two or something like that for the day. But, yeah, it was a tough, tough day. And yeah. then uh, – in all my wisdom, I threw all my money on Illinois, which was a good pick. And then because uh, because Lance told me to, I and he said, I quote, there's no way Ohio State doesn't cover. And they didn't cover. So I ended up losing like four bucks yesterday or two days ago. I said that. Yeah, what? you're like, throw it on Ohio State because they're definitely going to cover. What game? Who were they playing? It was Ohio State and Maryland. Oh yes, Maryland. That, Maryland that won like, that. Won that outright. Yeah, that was. Gonna be like, I don't know, Maryland at home. That's pretty dicey. But you're like, no, 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 no. Ohio State. So meth yeah, owes me four dollars. I totally, I totally flipped my, uh, my thoughts on Ohio State. But turns out they're still the shitty team I thought they were going to be. <laughs> now they are losing at home against Nebraska. They're god awful. Saw that I saw that. I can't wait. I can't wait to DM you know who tonight. 
How good? And, and back to back, back to back losses against. How good? Him. Yeah, Mister, I'm one of the best teams in the Big Ten. <laughs> Give me a break. So here's here's this is the lesson I'm learning. Here's what I'm gonna do. From now on, I'm only gonna pick one or two games that I think are the best bets of the night, and I'm gonna put big money on it. Just yeah. just because I'm tired of like I know it's against what you should do, but I'm doing it anyways. I tried, my, my big one tonight is Wisconsin with the points oh. or money line. I'm going safety net with the three, but I think they're going to win. I think they're going to – it's going to be probably a five-point game in Wisconsin's favor. I'm betting this live uh, – not live like during the game, but I'm going to bet this live on the podcast here for this game. For the Purdue-Wisconsin game? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay my picks down here. Is it still three? It is currently three, so let's see. Let's go. Let's go. Purdue minus three. Oh man! Let's go. Purdue minus three. So one of us is gonna win. So what's uh, what's are we are we doing a little side back action here? Zach's own own one one uh, inside bets. I am, but I the money's enough. The money's enough for me. <laughs> I uh, I was happy that uh, I think St. Thomas was the lock of the night. I think that was that was locked out. About time you. you uh, I gave time. them I gave them the respect they deserved for one game, but I don't think they made the Summit League tournament. So now it's it's time to bring my Summit League sharpness to to the table. That's so funny. Uh, I believe the game when, does, uh, when, when does that conference tournament start? Ooh, Do you know? You're going to Google it. I think it's Saturday. But Saturday. they only play. They only have eight teams that go. Yep, it is eight teams. It starts Saturday, March fifth. The summit only has eight teams. No, it has more. They just only allow um, eight teams to go. I think I might be all in on that tournament. So it is, uh, I will be super into that tournament. All right, here you go. One through eight. San Diego State – or, sorry, not San Diego. South Dakota State. They're the one, five. right? Yeah. And then it's one versus eight. Two and seven is North Dakota State and Denver. Okay. Um, three North versus Dakota six. Number two? Who is? North Dakota State? Yep. Three I is Oral Roberts. Six is, Roberts. is Western Illinois. North Dakota State's a good program. And then uh, lastly, four and five are what is this University of something UMKC versus um, that's University of Missouri, Kansas City. All right, versus South Dakota. I think South Dakota will oh, that's gonna be tight. That's gonna be a pick 'em probably. I don't know about that. People forget you UMKC. I think they beat Minnesota earlier in the year. There you go. People forget. I think it was you. I think it was them. People forget, because I surely did. All right. Yeah. So are we? Can we like get into like some random, like super small tournament, or can we each one of us get into a different one so that we yeah. can like report back? I'll take. I'll take uh, the SoCon. Is that? Hold on. A There's some teams that I like, and I'm not sure what the hold on. Because if we're doing that, I vote I get the Summit League. <laughs> I might. Uh, I'll take the. I'll take the SoCon. I think I might take the Mountain West. There's a, There's some really good teams out in the Mountain West for the tournament, 
that all, you know, I think the Mountain West might get some at-larges. There's some good teams out in the Mountain West. I think they're – yeah, who who's in the Mountain West? I mean, you got Boise State. Okay, let, let me find it here. Let me let me get back to you. But there's some really good teams. This just in, uh, W lost 72 to 59. And we let their big man, OU's big man, score 17 and make him look like an all-star. Gee, I hate him. He looks like he looks like he wants to be a lumber. He looks like a suburban lumberjack. He does. It makes me mad. <laughs> that whole team makes me mad. The guy that looks like uh, um, a young Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. I don't like him either. Hey, what about the American? How many teams we? Get? So we got to get. Okay, we need to get Sammy back here, and uh, I think we need. So what's Tuba can have what's Bowling Green and all them, those Ohio Mac. Mac. The Mac. All right. I think Tuba, Tuba should be our honorary Mac. Guy. No, Sammy, Sammy's got to be Pac-12 because he's got Arizona. That's his team. Well, you got to be small. It's got to be small conference because we're all watching. I consider the Pac – dude. No, a that's pretty- a Power 5 conference. <sighs> Debatable, but yeah. What? I guess. I guess. One of the biggest budgets in the country. All right, here you go. What are they good at? Here's my hot hot take. The Mountain West will get over two and a half teams in the the NCAA tournament. You have Boise State that is 23 and 6, 14 and 2 in their conference. Colorado State, 23 and 4, 13 and 4 in their conference. And you have Wyoming, 23 and 6, 12 and 4 in their conference. And then you have some bubble teams here that could, you know, possibly win the tournament and sneak in too. If one of those first three didn't win, you have San Diego State, 19 and 7, and then UNLV at 17 and 12. Hey, and I'll step one deeper. How about Fresno State? They beat Boise State. Fresno State. There's another one, 18 and 10. Those are some. That could be, that could be a good conference. I bet right there. They'll steal, they'll steal some like, Perennial um, SEC or not SEC um, ACC spots? I bet. I think so because I don't here, think ACC is here's hot. one for you. Here's one for you. Does this? I'm gonna give. A, I'm gonna ask you guys this question. So these two teams are the two top teams in a in a uh, mid major conference. First place team is 18 and 0 in the conference. They're 28 and 2 overall. And the second place team is fifteen and three in conference, twenty five and six overall. Do those two teams make the tournament regardless? What do you think? What's their strength of schedule like? I'm gonna say it's no. a mid major. It's a mid major. I'm gonna say no. Only one gets in. I want to hear you guess who those two teams are. What conference? What uh, one is gonna be. No, um, I bet. I bet it's a yes, and they're from the Big East. I bet. No, nope. like, I got, I got, I got it right here. The one team is, uh, is it, is it, um, Murray State? Murray State in the Ohio oh, Valley. Yeah, I knew one was gonna be Murray State because I, I read something yeah. that Murray State is one team that you did not want to play coming into the uh, NCAA tournament if they get, if they win their their respected uh, championship. Murray State is twenty eight and two. Yeah, twenty eight and two. That's great. And no one's talking about it. Murray State is 28-2. Well, here's the thing, too. Murray State is 21-10. There's a lot of teams under the radar here. 
like North Carolina has like 20, 21, 22 wins, and they're on people got to have them on the freaking bubble. Like, this is get this is this year is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be there's going to be a lot of uh, what if okay, this is gonna be what insane. if this year they're going to be like, oh, there's going to be so many upsets, and then it's literally everyone that like all the big schools just, just, just complete chalk. Yeah, yeah, that, that would, would piss me off. So I think, I think that's, that's how last year was. Last year was a lot of chalk. It happens some year. Some it's it's hit or miss, and you can't. It's the most unpredictable, yeah. predictable thing, that ever. It that's why it's the best. That's why I got some. I got some March Madness talk at the end of the Twitter news tonight. Beautiful. We'll, we'll, we can uh, we'll dive further into that later. But right. also, I'm excited. It's gonna be. I, I mean, if you look at the ACC, is like what um, Lance was just saying. You come all the way down to Virginia, who's a known powerhouse in the ACC. They're seventeen and twelve. Do they get in over a twenty-two and you know, like uh, twenty-two and five Belmont Bruins? Did you hear what Coach K said last night? Let's hear it. He said it would be a sin if Virginia didn't get into the tournament. Give me a fucking break. 17 and 12. Get get out of here. No. They're taking a spot in front of teams, these teams who have had a good season. ACC's Dude, bad conference. I'm tired not, of hearing I'm tired of hearing it about team like the thing with you, Virginia too, you're not you're not playing for this year. You're playing because of Dick Bennett and you, that the history of Virginia. Like they could go on a run for sure, but they're not. I don't know. I would rather see a, a small school team in other give, than Exactly. Give these other teams a chance who have yeah. had a successful year, who have had a really successful year in one of those smaller conferences, just like we were talking about. Give those teams a chance and just give – because it, you see it time and time again. It happens every year, the upsets. Well, and even from the financial aspect. You've got like, to give these teams a chance – because that's what's going to keep it competitive. If and we if, start, if we start, like pushing these teams out, and that's just going to make this worse with the NIL and everything. Well, and with the, like if Virginia does not make the tournament, their books are not going to be affected. Whereas if I don't know, give me a small school, Belmont, Belmont, if Belmont yeah. makes the tournament, holy god, that conference, like that monetary value to to go to that conference and to that school is crazy. Like, I think, I think you look at um, underdogs before big dogs that are being fine in subpar conferences. And I would, I would argue that the ACC is a subpar conference this year. I, would, that's, I mean, they're not as powerful as you once was, or they once were. I mean, if you look at it, what do they have? Like one team in the top 25 and that's Duke. Yeah, uh-uh. and their next best team is Notre Dame, who's really not even in the ACC. Yeah, I, I, I got an I got an argument here that I would like to hear these people answer for, and I mean administration, coaches, or whoever's is is talking about uh, being put in college football playoffs and these types of things, NCAA tournament. So you you want to go ahead and leave a conference? Go to another conference and expect to, uh, you know, you you wish to be in this conference, but you expect to be accepted into the NCAA tournament or college football playoff with a lesser resume 
but you're expected to be put in due to you being in this conference or playing against these types of teams. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't, get how, the, I don't get how that's fair. That's why would fair. Oklahoma ever or Texas even? Why would Texas or Oklahoma ever want to leave the Big Twelve? Because if you win the Big Twelve, you're automatically in the um, you're automatically in the college football playoff. Like, yeah, and then for that, for example, and then you don't win your conference. Say you don't win your conference and you get snubbed out of a, a pick or something, and you're like. I don't understand why we have a better strength. Well, you decided to be in this conference and you couldn't win it. You don't get the bid to the, to yeah. this. Oklahoma, I don't. Oklahoma and Texas are going to be irrelevant in the SEC. There's no way. If you can barely keep up in the Big 12, you're not going to keep up in the SEC. I think Texas drowns. Texas is going to get swallowed whole by, in the SEC. They'll, oh. win some, they'll, win, they'll win some big games and they'll make a little bit of noise. You know, they'll get, you know, yeah. a little bit better recruits. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they're just going to get swallowed whole. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Because why would you go to Texas when you could go to Texas Tech? Or, T I guess, TCU wouldn't be. Or Baylor. Or Baylor. More Baylor, I guess. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I got a, I got a good one for you. So, last I, I think I want to sit down, bring to the new pod, come into Friday, go down, write down all these top teams and their – you know, in their conferences because there's a ton, and some of them will just get one outright bid because they won their championship. Here's a good one. Only one team will make it from this, from this basketball, um, um, basketball conference, the Conference USA. You have Middle Tennessee uh, State at 22 and seven, 13 and three. You have North Texas, who's 22 and four, leading their side of the conference at 15 and one, and UAB, who's 12 and four, 22 yeah. and seven. UAB who Bob Huggins said that team will be in the conference chant or will be in the NCAA tournament, but if they don't win, they're not getting in. And then Louisiana Tech Bulldogs right underneath them, 20 and eight. Only one of those teams will make that it. Is, that, those, are, those, are four, those are four tournament teams right there as far as I'm concerned. They can all make noise being a low seat and, and pulling yeah. off upsets. There are so many. So think of all the teams that are five seeds, right? So we think – so at the top, there's so much turmoil – but you think of like all the five seeds. So in that, like, I don't know, what would that be? 2020 20 to 25 ish. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, they can get beat are. by any good mid major. Like this year, I think would be one of the first years where every single 12 seed could beat every single five seed. I don't think that happens all the time, but I think this year is definitely a possibility. Here you go. So I'm looking at the bracketology right now. Here are the here are the last four buys. Last four buys include Creighton, San Fran, Wake Forest, Michigan. Last four in would be Memphis, San Diego State, Indiana, Rutgers. San Diego State was roughly fourth or fifth on the Mountain West, and they're set. And you know, and they used to have UNLV that's kind of right behind them. So, that's and then right. here are the Michigan, first four out. Give me a break, Michigan in the tournament. So who's that's the first four out? So the first four out are. Loyola, Chicago, BYU, Oregon, SMU. The next four Oregon hours. should be in. SMU should be in. Here you go. This is going to change because Dayton just won. But next four out, Dayton, St. Bonaventure, Florida, and VT. Florida. Oh. VT? I thought VT was – I thought they were good this year. No, Every time VT. I look at their scores, they're murdering people. B VT, VT's an NIT team for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Dang. Well, maybe there's just so many teams that are right around that level that are 
I think, yeah. I think I, the NIT could be really interesting this year. NIT <laughs> could be good. And I heard people talking about WVU NIT hopes. and I don't know if we'd make yeah. the NIT. I don't think we make the NIT. I don't think we – I think this is what's going to happen is, again is we're going to get invited to the CBI and then a team like Coastal Carolina did a couple years ago come in and just whip us at home and then, then we're done. Because that's, ha- that's what happened about three or four years ago. We oh. we decided to go to the CBI. We played a home game and Coastal Carolina came in and beat us like 89-84. I think I remember that. Yeah. That was, was the last time we were kind of not great, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the last time that we weren't 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 the best. Happened to uh, Penn State one time. I'm experienced with the CBI, not gonna lie. Experienced with the NIT, and uh, I I don't want to downplay NIT or CBI because it it is cool at the end of the year if you're like you don't make the tournament. It's almost like every year if you're one of those teams who's consistently in that and you're like borderline tournament when you don't make the tournament you're like oh we didn't make the tournament and you're like man the season's over and then all of a sudden you see oh we made the nit we made the cbi and you're like oh this is really cool Mm -hmm. like that's i don't know that's how i interpreted it every year i think i kind of want to get into like the nit and the cbi but i do remember the one year penn state made the cbi we went to siena of all places, Sienna. <laughs> we went to Sienna, and there was about 10 people in the gym. It looked like a high school gym, and we got beat by, like, 20. And it was probably one of the most, like, demoralizing uh, days as a Penn State basketball fan for me. So just just tread lightly in this game. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. It can hurt. So it can I'm good. It's uplifting. I, <laughs> I mean, a tournament's a tournament. I mean, it's if you win, yeah. I think growing up, some I think one of my coaches said, if you win the last game of the year, that season was a success. Oh, I'm telling you, Penn so, State basketball won the NIT twice. The Penn, I've seen Penn State basketball win the NIT twice, and it is, you know, it it's every bit as cool as winning something big. It just like it fires you up. It's awesome. And it, and it happens where it carries over to the next year. Like you're saying, you win the last game of the year, you carry it over. It's big for the program. It, it happened uh, Penn State there. They won with Tony Carr and some guys, NBA guys now. They, they won the NIT. The next year they were in, seated in the tournament. I think it was six or seven. And then COVID, so they didn't play the tournament. But that's – it's a real thing when the last game of the year. I agree with that. Get a little momentum. It was in it was in 2019. WVU entered the CBI, the 16 team tournament, had a home game, lost to Coastal Carolina 109 to 91, lost by 18 points at home. They were they finished the season at 15 and 21. Oh, that the, I think that was the year I before. Uh, that was the that was the year we started. Uh, in 2019 when we started school. No, it would have been the year before. It was the year before. What was the 2018 and 19 season? Yeah. We started in 19, May of 19. Yeah, so we would have started right after that. Yeah. No, 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 no. 
we started yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so we did not we were not in morgantown i did not witness that. i did not witness we were not in morgantown for that you were in morgantown no. for that i was in there because okay. you guys came you guys came into the that summer big, of 19 the summer of 19 with the yeah. big rebuilding and that was when um deuce had deuce and that was deuce's first year you saw you didn't get to see deuce come off the bench and now deuce was the sixth man then got the starting role that next year COVID happened and then took away truly that first year of him playing and then came or actually take that back that year you guys came in was deuce's first year playing yeah because yeah, our first, first year was COVID year yes so the COVID year was our first year so that was deuce's first year and then we saw deuce take over our second year Hmm. And then the last time WVU was in the NIT was in 2014. So, and I'm going to find a statistic on that here. I think with a big 12 resume, I bet we'll go to the NIT. I bet we'll be a low seed, but I bet we'll go to the NIT. In 2014. They'll put, they'll put WVU. I don't know though, because if we, if we lose the first, if we lose the first game of that, Big 12 tournament, we're going to the CBI. And Huggins better accept it. I want those, I want them playing in the CBI. I want it. <laughs> they need to suffer through it. You need to play in the CBI. That's what you deserve. It's a lot of talk. Well, here it is. In 2014, they were in, in the NIT. They lost to Georgetown in the first round 65 to 77. Oof. So we're not we're not looking too good in the uh, in the knockoff NCAA tournaments. Harry's. All right, so I was going to have a, a – we'll, we'll move on here because I feel like we're getting dark. We're getting dark. <laughs> it is kidding. A lot of bracketology talk on this pod. Yeah, that was kind of uh, this off, is, but I mean that was awesome. I loved it. We, we might need to do a part two here this week of just – just talking preview. Of yeah, I think I think we do that as the second the second pod this week. Yeah. Um, and so if you want to see picks, we won't make any picks um, on the pod, but check out the Twitters in the bio for that. Um, and then we'll kind of go into some more NCAA action um, on either Friday or Saturday, kind of depending on when things will go. We'll all kind of take a look at the conferences and go from there. But now we're running a little bit low on time, so I want to get us to the favorite segment of the podcast, the John Latt Twitter news. All right, here we go. Jalen Hurts back trending on Twitter again because trade rumors are swirling of him getting shipped out of Philly. Philly fans are pissed. I mean, they can't control themselves. They keep wondering why he's trending because it's coming out of nowhere. Possible – Possibility he's going to Houston with a Deshaun Watson trade, depending on how things go. Philly fans might just absolutely just blow up the ship. March is here. March Madness is here. As you everyone heard, the first part part one of bracketology, everything's getting exciting. NFL Combine, day one today, kind of kicked off. Kenny Pickett, small hands on the hot seat. Dana, Dana White says he'd be shocked if this didn't happen. McGregor versus Diaz. Part three, the trilogy. Next, Afghans are forced to sell their kidneys as an extreme hunger tightens its grips on the Middle East countries. Russian forces continue to strike civilian areas and committing war crimes. Bastards. Next, Amari Cooper possibly going to be cut from the Cowboys because he's guaranteed $22 million in annual salary cap. And if they cut him, 
They saved $16 million. Next, Arnold Palmer Invitational starts Thursday. Can't wait to hear Lance's picks come out on Twitter. Are we going to see the, the, the South Florida Jaguar come up? Who's to say? Bryson, who's the defending champ, backs out because he's only 90% healthy out of 100% and wants to play for the players. Nobody knows why. What a weirdo. New York Liberty, WNBA team, fined 500K and almost terminated out of New York because they flew private instead of commercial where other owners said they were given an advantage. It's embarrassing. Russell Wilson doubles down wanting to play for Seattle. He says, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. What an idiot. Rob Manifred, another idiot, didn't agree with the MLB Players Association, already canceled the first two series and says we will cancel more games if if the deadline um, or the agreement doesn't get made. Former UFC heavyweight arrested for attempted murder. Cain Velasquez, you're going down, buddy. Lastly, well, not lastly, Frank the Tank. He's going to protest tomorrow yeah. at MLB HQ. Can't wait. Probably he's going to get arrested here for it because Jersey Jerry's going to go with him. Next, yeah. W Baseball moves to 6-2 and two with a huge home opening win over Canisius today. They take on Minnesota on Friday in a, in a Big 12, Big 10 showdown apparently. One of my favorite, Mitchell Trubisky to the Steel City. Rumors are swirling as this free agent might be heading to Pittsburgh. A lot of fans starting to like it. They love kissing titties. That's what that's what Mitchell Trubisky does. Pittsburgh, we'll see. Next, Futurama's back. The revival's coming to Hulu. You sick freaks. That show used to give me nightmares. And lastly, a common man, ESPN, bracket challenge. $5 entries. More details to come. After the next pod, that is your Twitter news. I think we need somebody to make yeah. music so that at like it just like goes over like kind of it's almost like a voiceover, you know? Just like just like it's played in the background. Yeah. Like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that for the next one. It's pretty good. Yeah, I would agree. I can't wait to sit down and actually like uh. Look at it. I'm like I'm gonna get I need to get a notepad and do like the all the conferences and like the top like five teams and like their records and like show like who would get in and who wouldn't. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I looked yeah. at it like the Mountain West. I just looked at it just a little bit ago before I started all this. All those like five teams I said are slated to get in, but I don't know. We'll see. It's crazy. All right. Well, that's all we got. We'll give you another show with some more uh, NCAA tournament action. Um, later this week check out our twitters for more live picks for the week other than that um as always shout out belgium guy and shout out belgium guy horns down stay stay safe out there no safeties good luck gambling everybody and thanks for joining